I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. And welcome to Land Parties, episode 43 from the Las Vegas Review Journal, brought to you by Bet Online. I am your host, Ryan Smith, and with me as always is my good friend Lucas Egan. Lucas, how was your uh, how was your weekend, my friend? My weekend was good. I was super pumped by some of the announcements that we're going to get into in just a sec. And it's console launch week. How could we not be excited? How was your weekend, Ryan? How was Extra Life? It was fantastic. Uh, We raised, personally, we raised over $500. And I believe we got to $3,500 as a team. Uh, So it was a ton of fun. We had a lot of fun. Again, thank you uh, to everybody that came, that shared it out, that donated, uh, that just came and had fun with us on stream. It was fantastic. So uh, that was that was really cool. But uh, other than that, though, I just kind of I was a zombie yesterday, uh, clearly, because I was up all night. Uh, So I didn't really do much of anything yesterday, Uh, but I chilled out anyway. Real quick, Lucas. You got to go ahead and and, and introduce our guest. Uh, I'm excited to sit down and and speak with uh, him. Yeah, we are super excited to talk to a very special guest. Uh, His name is Fernando Reyes Medina. He is a multiplayer game designer on one of my most anticipated next-gen titles, Halo Infinite. That's a series that's near and dear to my heart. Fernando, how are you doing today? Hi, everybody. I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for the invitation. We are super excited to get into it. Ryan, you know you know me. Halo is a series that I have been a fan of since the OG Halo back on the first Xbox. Tons of great memories. So we're excited about that. But before that, we're just going to get into a couple topics. Ryan, let's just start with a topic related to our last guest. When we asked Jennifer Hale what it would mean to her if Mass Effect were reintroduced to a new generation. Ryan, she knew. She knew. She had to have. <laughs> Come on. She had to. I saw, I saw the, the glint in her eye. Now that we go back and we run it back, I see the glint in her eye. She knew exactly what was coming. This is amazing. Not only did they did they announce a uh, um, they announced a, a remaster for Mass Effect, which is hilarious because uh, uh, I literally I haven't run through this game series yet. So I'll be waiting. I'll definitely be picking up that remaster. But I feel what's even bigger on this is the fact that finally, after all these years, after so many tears cried over Andromeda, they have officially uh, uh, announced that there is a brand new Mass Effect game currently in development. How exciting is that for the fans? Oh man, this is a series that I cannot wait to jump back into. Ryan, you're going to love the original trilogy, first of all. So just the chance for you to jump into it. I'm excited for you to do that. Let's just forget Andromeda. We don't count that as part of the series. <laughs> so I'm ready for a Half-Life or Half-Life. Geez, now I'm jumping to a different series. <laughs> Mass Effect 4 proper. I'm ready for it. Fernando, are you a fan of the Mass Effect series? Is this a series that you uh, have tried out? It's so it's so interesting what I, what I haven't. So I, I, I'm, the, I'm in the same position, right? I just want to check it out. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I think in terms of RPGs, I'm, I'm just a Pokemon guy. You know, I'm very, very simple. <laughs> uh, so no, but I, I, I heard great things about Mass Effect. So. I think I'm definitely checking it out. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's like I'm gonna I'll run through that. I've heard nothing but good things about that series. Uh and again, being able to speak with Jennifer and, and how much, you know what I mean, that that series means to her as being a part of it and actress within that, you know, that you could just tell just from that that there's a fantastic community, uh fantastic people worked on it. So this is very exciting. I'm I'm happy for my friends that that enjoy the Mass Effect series, because I know that, you know, they there was a lot of uh, a lot of people left with sour mouths there uh, after that last one. So it's for them to I was, I, I'm a fan of a good redemption story. Uh, so for them to be able to come back 
hopefully not only then bring in this new group of uh, uh, people in this new audience that haven't had the opportunity to play Mass Effect yet, you know, getting kind of roping them in and then also saying, blah, we also got this new one for you guys. This is the one that you guys have been waiting for. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That obviously N7 Day was the perfect day to make that announcement. You've got, you had most of the cast and some of the crew there. Perfect timing. But speaking of fun times, Ryan and Fernando, this is a huge, huge week. We're recording this on a Monday, and we have two console launches this week. This is so crazy to me. Are you are you guys excited for this week? Yeah, like I'm super excited. It sucks that right now I'm not at home, right? I'm I'm currently traveling, and I just realized that oh, the consoles are going to arrive this week. <laughs> so, there's no, so there's nobody there. So I, I have to call a couple of friends. So, I ah, can you go and pick up my console so nobody steals it? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very excited to go back home and just like play all weekend uh, with with both of them same i mean this is i mean these this is we've been waiting we've been talking about this since the the show started uh you know the anticipation of these new consoles we're finally going to get these next generation consoles in our hands being able to play it's all going out i'm not even gonna lie i totally took i have i have tomorrow off which was yesterday by the time you guys hear this and then i have also taken off friday uh which is when ps5 comes out um Xbox drops first. I believe that drops tomorrow, along with the Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Uh, that expansion also drops tomorrow as well. They're actually doing a live event, uh, which would have been uh, yesterday as a, as of time of release. Uh, so I'm excited to see what that stuff's all about. I've very much been uh, uh, following along. But, I mean, the, the excitement is is crazy. One thing I am a little worried about, which before I was not, uh, worried about was that I thought that they were maybe at the time of release on launch day, it sounded like people are still going to be struggling to be able to get their hands on the consoles themselves. Luckily, I was able to get my hands on a PS5, so allegedly it should be here by Friday. I'm still, you know what I mean? Until it's in, in, you know, down here, I get the message, I see it. You know, I'm, I'm still a little like, come on, baby, you better be delivered on time. <laughs> You know, it's amazing how every console launch, there's that like like nervousness because you, you think your order's through, but you're never quite sure because there's always those horror stories where someone's like, dude, I ordered it. Where is it? And so right. I'm, I'm always scared around this time. I'm always like, please just arrive when it's supposed to. Please just show up. Please, please. Yeah. Well, not only that, but you know that and with any kind of ver- first generation, there's going to be issues, I'm sure. Hopefully nothing like it, because I remember when PS4 came out, I ended up having to send mine back in and they ended up having to send me a new PlayStation uh, because I had, yeah, I had an issue with it, like not wanting to read this. Uh, so that was a little frustrating, but the turnaround was fairly quickly on that. Uh, I, I thought, too, I, something else that I thought was interesting. I saw that this was a recent re- re- release. But if you have a PlayStation 5, they have now introduced a uh, PS5 remote play app for PS4. So on your PS4, you can play your PS5 from anywhere, uh, which I thought that was super like I'm excited about that. That basically means now I have multiple PS5s or multiple places I can now uh, uh, use the PS5, you know what I mean, from anywhere in the house. Uh, I thought that was a pretty cool uh, uh, thing. I'm excited to really dig in and and get into the meat of these uh, of these of both the Xbox and PlayStation and see and really test out and see what kind of changes and what things we can do with this next generation. Now, Ryan, your first game's going to be Spider Man, right? It is. It, it it is ordered. I have Spider Man, so I'm going to run through that whole series. Uh, the other thing that I'm going to order too, just because I, I I have to, is uh uh, uh was it? Cold War, uh, the Call mm-hmm. of Duty. I, I am a fan of Treyarch. I've always, I was definitely let down on the last Black Ops with not having a campaign. Uh, I really felt like it, it didn't feel like a complete game. So the fact that they've introduced and reintroduced, sorry, the the campaign, they're going to be expanding on the zombie story, which is, uh, I don't know if you guys follow that, but that story is amazing. I wish they would do like an animated series or something just on that alone. But uh, yeah, those are probably going to be my first two. And then we know what PS uh, uh, PS Plus, 
Uh, we got the list earlier uh, here, probably like a month or so ago of what's going to be there day one. There's going to be some hot titles out the gate that are, uh, you know, popular PS4 games right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've got Watch Dog Legions as well. So I can't, you know, it was like my docket is still full. My docket <laughs> is full of games. <laughs> Fernando, what are some of the next gen games aside from the obvious answer? What are some of the, ne- the next gen <laughs> games that you're looking forward to the most? <laughs> Uh, I mean, definitely, like, for launch titles are uh, Spider-Man, for sure. I, uh-huh. yeah. I, really, I really like the first one and everything that we have seen from uh, this this coming this upcoming one. It looks, looks amazing, right? Like, I really like Miles Morales, so that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, Demon's Soul, I never played the original, so I'm excited to try that. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to play Assassin's Creed because I haven't played uh, the recent ones and I heard that they're pretty good, right? Like, I, I think I stopped playing after, like, I think Black Flag was the last one that I played. Same. I, like, I just stopped and then, like, Odyssey and all of these, like, came and they said, like, oh, it it, it made Assassin's Creed great again. So, uh, like, uh, I think I want to definitely check out Valhalla. And, uh, I mean, Cyberpunk, of course, right? I don't know yeah. if I I would call it next gen, uh, yep. current gen, next gen. But yeah, definitely cyberpunk in December. I'm I'm very excited about it. I I just want cyberpunk in our hands. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm curious <laughs> to know what you guys think too, though, because I know that there's some people that, as far as with Morales, they kind of I've seen some talks about them saying that they, it feels almost like just a DLC, like you know what I mean, as opposed to it being a full fledged game. What are your guys' thoughts on that? You know, I think early on they were saying their messaging was a little bit confusing. They were saying it wasn't like a full fledged sequel. But it was mm-hmm. longer than like normal DLC, so it's in like a really weird spot-wise, length-wise. I would say uh, I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with that. I mean, that would have been a super quick turnaround to go from Spider-Man to Miles Morales and have it be like a full-fledged sequel. That seems right. like that'd be too quick of a turnaround. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, definitely. For me, it's just that if it's short, it's better because there's so many other games that I want to try. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, I'm just going to push through it and like enjoy it and devour, right? Devour it all and then like move on to, to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. So uh, I, I'm all for it. I'm all for not having to spend 30 hours on Spider Man again. <laughs> Yup. I'm the same way. It's like, I would rather take some kill, take out the filler, give me the meat of the story. Let me do the, you know what I mean? Have fun with the mechanics and things like that. Uh, I'm glad I'm, I'm not mad at that at all. Cause then you get these expansive games where it's just like, it feels like it, you know, it's like, I I never end up finishing them. I'm just like, there's too much to do. And it's, it's super overwhelming. So yeah, I, I, I'm excited. This is going to be a, this is going to be a fantastic week. Uh, it's finally here. Hopefully you guys are able to get your hands, uh, on, on a console or maybe for the holiday season. We'll see how, how sales go and, and, you know, how much you're able to meet this demand, uh, for these new consoles. But let's not, you know, again, that, that is, that is, (laughs) that is exciting times. Everybody happy, happy new consoles. Uh, let's take a minute. Let's take a break. We're going to come back, sit down, talk with Fernando, and we're going to be right back, y'all. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools that make your search that much easier like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for more than 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post which means more quality candidates will see it first fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. 
Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bent Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to those short messages. And we are super excited to get into this interview. When you think of Xbox games... Halo is synonymous with Xbox. I mean, obviously, we know it helped launch the system right from day one. I just have so many good memories of the series playing the original Halo parties in college, Halo helping launch Xbox Live into the juggernaut that it is today. And so, Fernando, we are super excited to to talk about this. But let me just start because you have a super interesting journey to xbox and to x uh to halo how did you kind of get started on the game development side and what about halo specifically drew you to that franchise yeah i mean i think that i think as many other game developers like we were all big fans of like we are first of all gamers right like and we grew up playing Mm -hmm. games uh i i played games all my life interestingly enough i didn't have a console i think 360 was my first console uh, I would usually play at other friends' houses or cousins or X or Y, I think. Uh, uh, or even like renting. Uh, so I'm originally from Mexico City, right? Mm-hmm. And, and in there, there's this like culture of the gaming cafe, very similar to what you would find in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. well, rent, rent consoles, rent a PC to game for an hour or two, and then that's it, right? So mostly growing up, that was kind of my experience. And uh, and that's that's how we used to play Halo, right? Like we used to play Halo like one v one or two v two in split screen there with with a couple of my uh, middle school friends, right? And uh, but I remember very clearly the day that like the owner, like we were there all the time, right? Playing Halo. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day the owner of the the place like came to us, like we we became friends with him. And he was like, oh, I just got Xbox Live. I just don't know how to set it up. Can you help us do it, right? Uh, and I was like, yeah, sure, let's, let's do it. We figure it out. And, uh, and then, like, we start playing online, right? And I think that that's kind of like, I think that that's my eureka moment, right? When I was like, this is, this is awesome, right? Like, how, how is that, that we are playing with, uh, like, players from all over the world, right? And I don't know, like, identifying the the power of connection of games uh, was like, was such a like a revelation for me at the time, right? Like how it really doesn't matter who you are, right? Like in, in the game, you're like, you're not a Spartan, you're like having like the same loadout as everybody else, right? And you're ready to go. And uh, I really like that. And that's kind of what motivated me to uh, like pursue a career in, in game development. Of course, that's like kind of easier said than done, right? Like, it's like, okay, I'm like, I'm a 15, 16 year old kid that wants to make games. I don't speak English. I don't know anything about how to make games, right? Uh, and I don't know, how, how does this happen, right? And uh, I did my research, right? I realized that most companies are outside the country. At the time, there were not a lot of uh, game development happening in Mexico. like. Gladly, like now, that thing is happening, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and not same thing, right? And no game design schools, not not anything like that. So, like, I was like, for me, my understanding of games was like, or I become a programmer, or I become an artist, right? Right? Or I draw the character, or I make it move, basically, right? <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm not a great artist, and I don't know how to draw for my life. So, uh, <laughs> let's, 
let's 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 pursue the coding side of things. So uh, I decided to uh, try to get a, a degree in uh, computer science. Um, uh, yeah, I did, I did that for for a bit, and one day, like a Microsoft recruiter came to my university, right, searching for people uh, for internships. And, mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, at the end of the at the end of the talk or at the end of the recruitment event, I was like, "Hey, man, like, is there any way I can I can get an internship at at Triple Three, right? Like, I, I'm very I'm a big fan of the game, and uh, uh, I would really like to." To check that out, right? Especially like if I can be a game designer, like that's that's kind of like the position that I would like to try. And mm -hmm. uh, then he was like, "Yeah, like it's just like it's a very small team, and they don't take as many interns. Uh, and we usually like hire like a specific from a specific schools, right? Uh, for game design, right? Like you are like a computer science uh, student, so like kind of like it's kind of different." Mm -hmm. uh, but we love the passion and we love like the interest. So let's let's talk, right? Uh, I interview, got an internship. They were like, we couldn't get it for Triple Three, but we got you in Xbox, right? Like, which is pretty good, right? Like, it's very close to what you want, right? Like, and uh, yep. it's, it's, always, it's like it's as close as you're going to get, man, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. So I was like, okay, I'll take it, right? Uh, yeah. I'll it later. So I, I did three internships uh, when I was in college at Xbox. Uh, I work in the Internet Explorer for Xbox One. I work in the settings app uh, for Xbox. And I work in Cortana. Uh, mm. uh, that is the, for the people that don't know it, it's like the assistant, uh, uh, like the personal assistant uh, mm -hmm. from Microsoft, very similar to Siri or those type of things, right? And, uh, mm. And yeah, like at the end of that last summer, uh, I like I talked with my manager and I was like, hey man, like I love this, like the team and I love everything, but I really want to make games and that's kind of what my passion is, right? Like during all this time, like I tried to get my way, like get a, get a, get a door uh, to get into 343 and I wasn't really getting it. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, like it's such a, it's like, it's full with such a brilliant group of people, right? And like very experienced people that are like, uh, somebody without a lot of experience uh, was kind of tough uh, to get an opportunity there. But my my manager was like super supportive, and he was like, "Hey man, like I know I know that this is uh, uh, this is not exactly what you want, but come here and work, and and you'll be close, and then you'll figure out." And mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, "Well, yeah, let's try it, right?" Like at the time, I I had an option to go to work at FIFA, I think, in uh -huh. Spain. Which was kind of cool too, right? Like in the end, I was going to be making games, and it was cool. And uh, but I don't know, like I had that itch, right? Of of like I wanted I wanted to to try make a Halo game, and mm -hmm. uh, so I I took the job. I became a software engineer in Xbox platform for a while. So I I shipped Scorpio, right? Xbox uh, Xbox One X. Uh, I was in charge of uh, a couple of a couple of things on the UI side of things. Uh, but at the same time, during all this time, I kept making games on the side, going to game jams, and I don't know, like developing my skills as a, as a game developer, right? Uh, eventually, uh, there's this big event in, inside Microsoft. There's a hackathon, right? Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with a hackathon. Yeah. Hack but it's like you, you have like some time to develop a product, and then like there's like a fair where you show your product. Your project, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, oh well, I think that the Halo thing is not happening. Uh, so, uh, well, I, I'll, I'll make a little Halo game here, and I'll cross that like checkbox from my my bucket list, and then I'll move on, right? Because I was <laughs> I was really liking my job at Xbox, honestly, right? Like, it was like such a great job. Like everybody's super smart, and everybody loves games. So I was like, this is amazing, and I'm not entirely enjoying it because I'm so focused on this other thing. Mm -hmm. right. uh, well, I'm going to do this thing, right? So I assembled a little team. We made our uh, little Halo game that was kind of like a. I was trying to get like a Smash Bros. Uh, type of Halo game. Yeah. You know, like, like more cater to younger audiences and kind of like keeping the spirit of the multiplayer game into a more like accessible type of game. And we presented it internally, and everybody loved it. Uh, 
uh, to the point that one day, like I just like get the email right of of three four three. It's like, hey, you you should you should uh, you should come and show us your project, right? Like we heard good things about it, and, and let's let's check it out, right? Uh, so we prepare like our pitch and we prepare our demo <laughs> and we write a pitch to 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 Bonnie Ross and the rest of the leadership team in in, uh, in Halo, right? Uh, that was such a cool experience on on its own, right? Like pitching your own Halo game to the creators of Halo is like. It's it's a bold move, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, at the time they were like, "Oh, this is so cool! Thank you for showing off." So I like, it's 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 great, right? Thank you, thank you for playing in our universe. Um, that was it, right? And I I felt to a certain degree like satisfied, um, but then like a couple of weeks later, like I receive a, a call from the HR person responsible for for the studio it's like well like they seem interested to hire you right like you have the passion you have the talent you clearly know what you're doing you have like a uh, proven record with what you have done in the platform right uh, you have like technical skills uh, so let's like let's bring you in right uh, and yeah and then like here I am I was like almost four years ago I think that's <laughs> been it's been a while uh, yeah right now I'm a uh, I'm a multiplayer designer, right? Like I'm currently working on multiplayer for Infinite. I mainly focus on game mode uh, and systems design. So like capture the flag and slayer and this type of things, right? Uh, uh, that's kind of like where where most of my work does. And I don't know, it's just, it has been a pretty interesting journey. It has been really fun to work with the team and and, and see the, the, amazing, the amazing game that we're building today. What what does it feel like? Because, I mean, this this has been a goal of yours for so long to get there and to be working on, I mean, Halo Infinite. I mean, like I said, you you think next-gen Xbox, everyone's waiting on Infinite, right? Halo is always one of, one of, if not the premier franchise and Xbox is stable. So to get a chance to be a part of that legacy, particularly multiplayer, since it's been such a trailblazer in that arena, I mean, what is that like to work on on a game like that? Well, it's definitely like I I don't take lightly the responsibility, right? Like, like myself, I love the franchise, and I know how how much the community love the game as well. So it's a it's a big responsibility to to carry, right? Like we mm-hmm. want to be respectful of the legacy of all these amazing games that have been created all this time, and kind of like like try to make the best the best Halo game possible, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely, like it's, it's, it's exciting, right? It's, it's exciting times. It's, it's great that uh, like new console, new generation, new Halo, right? Like it's has been a very exciting journey. Uh, but yeah, like if one word I I, I would use is responsibility, right? Like it's a, we we care about, we care about this game a lot, and we're trying to make it the best that we can. And I don't know, like when I see my team and when I see how much everybody cares about the game. It's like, yeah, like this is, this is, this is, this is the team, right? That is, is going mm-hmm. to make this, this game uh, the best. Like, well, let me ask too, how much has like just the community feedback and things that you've gotten, uh, you know, while you guys have been developing this, how much has that played uh, uh, in your guys' uh, decision-making? Yeah, we, we, we definitely like listen a lot of, uh, of the feedback of the community, right? Like, uh, I think that uh, being, Respectful, like I don't know, like I think that our community managers uh, do a great job at interacting with the community on Twitter, on Reddit, on Reddit, or everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, like I think that the, the interesting challenge of Halo, I believe, is that I think that Halo means different things for everyone, right? Yeah. If I, like like if I ask you, what what's your favorite Halo? Right? What, what is it? I would say Halo 2 just because of... Basically because it launched Xbox Live. So I have so many fond memories of that era. So mine would be Halo 2. I never played I never played any of the Halos. I'm not going to lie. Oh. I totally... And, and, and I know I know I'm a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> I totally... I have the Master Chief Collection. I totally have the Master Chief Collection. It is on my docket. The thing about... And it's crazy too, though, is that... I knew that the reason that I went so hard on Destiny was because I knew it was from the creators of Halo, and I had yeah. I had heard nothing but great things uh, about Halo. I just haven't gone back and physically played them. 
Yeah, definitely. MCC is. I think it's the MCC is the best way of playing playing all the all the okaylos, right? Like, mm -hmm. so, so I think that you're you're forgiven, right? Just let me know what you think later on. Uh, but yeah, like I think that the game the game has been uh, uh, here for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody everybody has like their own fond memories of of the game, right? Like. Uh, and everybody like there's people that love the campaign, there's people that love the multiplayer, there's people that care about this and care about that. And when you have a big game that reaches out uh, to to millions and millions of players, then then there's definitely things that are going to kind of like collide, right? Like um, like there's going to be literally people that want the exact opposite thing that the other person wants, right? Yep. So. So it's, it's, it's definitely always a challenge, right? Of like, is this what people want? Is this what we want? Is this what is right? Is this X or Y thing, right? Like, uh, there's there's always that back and forth of of how can we make this thing the, the best thing? And, and I don't know, like it's, we, like I said, like and at the multiplayer thing, we're, we're all big gamers, right? And, and we also have like our own preferences, but I think that we have a, a great team that like different things uh, that we have infused on on the game our own personalities and our own like our own favorite games, uh, including our favorite Halo. So I don't know I'm, I'm very excited about, about about what we have. What are some of the the inherent challenges when you work on a uh, a multiplayer side of, of a game like Halo? Like what what are those things that that are the biggest obstacles you guys are working on to kind of perfect and fix yeah i think that any the the biggest challenge uh for a multiplayer game from a game design perspective is that uh the game has to be fun the first time you play it the hundred time you play it and the thousand time you play it right mm -hmm. so so designing towards that scenario is one of the trickiest parts of my job Right, because I don't know, like let's talk about capture the flag, right? Like very common game mode in a, across multiple games, right? Like, yep. mm -hmm. uh, like in my like right now, you like if you're a gamer, then you are like, oh yeah, I know how capture the flag works, right? Like, I just have to get the flag and bring it back, right? Uh, but then there's there's so much information and communication between the game and the player that has to happen in order for the player to know what is what's going on, right? Or what you're supposed to do. Like, what, what is the flag? Uh, uh, where am I supposed to deliver it? Mm -hmm. uh, like, what happens if I drop it, right? Like, like you don't want like, the player to have a, ha have to have a manual of how the thing works at all times next to them to play your game, right? So, so it's, it's really, it's really tricky that a game should be just like you, you play something and you just get it the first time you, you, you play it. But then, like, you cannot you you have to add certain depth to the game, right? You have to add certain like replayability and like yeah. strategies, or you know, like that. That is going to make the the game live for longer. And I think that that's where Halo uh, is very successful, right? Like, people are still playing Halo Three, people are still playing Halo Two, right? And I think it's because of that. It's, it's because of that depth, right? Uh, and and that, that that is one of the trickiest uh, things to to design or like to account for, like looking in the future, right? Like, how is the player going to change whenever they master this thing, right? Like, what are the things that they are going to discover when they see that oh, if you combine this weapon with this weapon, this happens, or like this is a best, this is the best spot for a in, in the map to to use a sniper or X or Y thing, right? Like, uh, I think that. That's, that's the challenge, right? Like it's it's making something fun for multiple uh, like for multiple instances of the same player. Yeah, uh, it's like it's like making a movie that that it has to be fun like multiple times, right? Like you just don't play it once, right? Like yeah. uh, and every time you watch it, like there's something different. You yep. right? It's 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 it's, it's quite a challenge. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, and I wonder too, with especially with uh, just how much esports and things like that have been booming. Um, you know, taking the multiplayer here in this world, and you know, do you see it kind of turning into almost like a, or them creating leagues and stuff like that? And then also, what kind of experience is that then? have for you guys on the development side because i know with any kind of especially a competitive multiplayer game there's always kind of like balancing and tweaks and and little things like that that you have to do uh how does that affect you guys yeah i mean like definitely like for us the halo championship championship series is, is very important right like we have a dedicated team uh, mm-hmm. for um uh for our esports uh part of the game and as a as a multiplayer designer, we are always considering the different scenarios where the game is played, right? Like, is this like uh, 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 a suitable game for for an esports scenario or for a casual? I'm playing with my games from my uh, in my house, or like I'm just like want to play like one or two matches uh, at night after work, you know? So like, is is definitely like there's this. There's considerations of, of what the the game should be uh, uh, in order to to be competitive and in order to to be to to make it very successful from uh, esports uh, perspective. You know, we've talked to a, a pretty good number of voice actors who have given you know advice from their journey. But for somebody that wants to get on the game development side, what would you say? would be good first steps for them to take so that they could, you know, achieve and work on their dream game franchise like you were, you've were, you been able to? I mean, like, it sounds so simple and it sounds, um, I don't know, like, I'm kind of disappointed on that advice. But, uh, <laughs> but the truth is, like, if, if you want to make games, the, the advice is make games, right? Like, just, just do it, right? Like, there's... Uh, game development has become... Uh, such a democratized uh, a process, right? Like anyone can make games now, right? Like, be, like if you, we think about how difficult it was to develop games, both from a technical perspective and both from access, right? Like getting a dev kit or right. like it was, it was, it was impossible, right? Unless you were working on a big company. And now we have like great tools, right? Like Unity or Unreal that are free. You can use a laptop and you can just like make a game, right? The day if you don't know how to code, if you don't know how like to do it. So why there's other game game engines that doesn't require you to to have uh, programming skills. So mm-hmm. like the the. The, the answer is that, right? Like, just, just start making games. And, of course, the more games that you make similar to where you want to be or, like, the, like, I don't know, like it's more likely that you're going to be able to work at Mario if you make platformers than if you make racing games. Right. Uh, right. So, like, like, focusing your efforts towards a specific goal, it's important. Uh, I would say that there's a very important distinction between working in AAA and working in an indie studio. Uh, like, because in AAA, we, we have like very like dedicated people for different parts of the game, while in an indie studio, it's more likely that you're going to, uh, that you're going to uh, play different roles in, in the creation. So I think that that's also a valid question to ask yourself, right? Like what type of games you want to make? Uh, because if you want to make more indie games, uh, then you should definitely like go for breath, right? Like because as an artist, you will need to do the modeling and the animation and the rigging and the logo for the game and the <laughs> the, the banner on the Twitter account, right? Like like there's just like you are the art team, right? Yep. Uh, right. So and I think that that's that's what I admire so much of all indie developers, right? Like they 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 have so many skills and they they. They, they can do so much with, with so little resources. Uh, or then you have the aspect of AAA that is like, oh, well, I'm going to be the best in the world of doing this specific thing, right? Mm-hmm. To, make, mm-hmm. to make things looks, look, look just like great, right? Like this is going to be the best X thing uh, of any game. And, and that's, I think that that's how we, we, we create this wonderful uh, big AAA titles. You know, you said when when you joined uh, Xbox that you had an offer from FIFA, correct? Yeah. 
Do you ever wonder what would have happened if you would have went the other way and you would have went to FIFA instead of instead of Xbox? I don't know. I don't know what would have happened, honestly. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, I don't know. I, I I don't. That's a good question. Do you think it would have led to Halo anyway? Like, do you think you would have found a way into three four three? Maybe, maybe I would be like because I mean game development as. I know that I talk about like targeting your efforts or being specific about the type of games you make, but in the end, like the most important skills that you develop are like how do you communicate with other people, how like how to send an email, right? Like how how do you request uh, an asset from the art team, or how do you uh, propose a design solution uh, for for a problem that you are finding, or like how do you bring clarity to the objective of of how to control the character, right? And that's mm-hmm. that's a universal thing, uh, and that's why like people like like yeah, there's people that they have just working first person shooters all their life, right? But there's like people that have jumped across genres, across platforms, just because there's there's this uh, I don't know like there's like certain core uh, skills that you have as a as a creator, right? Even even as a creator, right? Like not even talking game development, but like like a musician, uh, a painter, I don't know, like right. any, any type of art that you can think of, like all of them are driven by passion and all of them are driven by craftsmanship and, and devotion to, to, to the craft. And so maybe, maybe it would, it would let me to go there eventually, or I don't know. I remember it was, I think it was like a, it was for Spain. So maybe I would love, Spain so much that I would be like, no, I'm, I'm great here, so I'm going to go to Spain. <laughs> so, who knows? Honestly, who knows? Yeah. Let me ask you, um, what what then now that I mean, you, you're you're working on your dream project. What kind of, you know, what kind of goals are you setting now for the future? Do you have any other kind of plans or any kind of games that that you'd really love to dig into? Yeah, definitely. Like, it's 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 a great question because. I don't know, it's, you, you're driven by this like North Star for so long, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then eventually you get there and you don't know what to do without a North Star, right? Like, like, you, like you have lived so long chasing something that it's like, oh, do, do, like, do I have to choose something else now? Do I keep doing this? Like, like the, the world is so open at that moment, right? Like it just opens up the possibilities. Uh, but I think that, uh, I don't know, first of all, I love Halo, right? So I don't know, like, I wouldn't say that I would just, like, leave as soon as the game is out, right? So, right, like, right. Like, there's, there's so much to do in the game. But I think that, ideally, in my future, what I would say is, like, I would love to start my own studio. Uh, I've, uh, I think I, I, I have a lot of stories to tell. And uh, I think that having... Having the background that I have, it's, it's very different from what you will find in, in a lot of the studios uh, that I know or like with, with a lot of the friends that I have, uh, like coming from a different country, growing in certain ways. I think that all of that gives you different perspectives on, on even the same topics, right? Like I don't think that if I make a samurai game, it would look exactly the same as Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and I want to explore that. Uh, for me, it's very important to kind of like discover the identity of what Mexican games look like. Uh, because because if you think about like Japanese games, right? Uh, how like you can see that uh, uh, a Japanese RPG is so different from an American RPG. Right. Right. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that the Japanese game is... It's, it's a samurai game or a sushi game or anything like that, right? Like it's, it's just so distinct. And the reason why that happens is because the culture is infused into the into the into the into the art, right? And into the, into the piece of, of media that is being created. And well, Mexican culture is so rich too, right? Like music or food or all of these things, right? So I am I am curious what that is going to do with. Uh, with what uh, Mexican game developers are, are going to do and 
and what other Latino game developers are going to do in the region too as well, right? Like we, we have such a rich culture that uh, that is definitely going to create a very unique flavor on games, and I'm, I'm uh, I think that I would I would like to 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 explore that and, and to create amazing never seen before games uh, through that lens in a specific. You know, speaking to that, if you could talk to us a little bit about Latinx and gaming, how that came about, and I know that this could be another episode in and of itself, but just t- just tell us what what your goals are with that and where you see that headed. Yeah, so like, in 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 all this journey for me to become a game developer, I, I noticed a lot of uh, of challenges that uh, Latinx uh, creators have that are not necessarily, I would say, fair or in their control, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, um, so I decided to get a lot, uh, uh, very involved in the community and and try to help from my perspective, right? Like, and try to like, it's not the same that like somebody, I don't know, like any anyone helps the community that a Halo developer is like saying, hey, you can you can make games, right? Or hey, you can. You can you can get here if, if you want, or like let me get you the connections at Microsoft. Let me get you the connections at here, and like let me let me teach you how we do things in, in Halo, right? Like so, I feel like I feel certain responsibility to to send the elevator back down, right? That I'm, yep. I'm very privileged to be where I am. So, um, so we have this organization called Latinx in Gaming, which is a nonprofit organization that focuses on the on the development and nurturing of the Latinx community in the gaming space. So we create different projects or events uh, uh, for the community to succeed, right? Like I think that when you see uh, the consume the Latinx consumer, like everybody loves games so much, right? Like like we love games so much in in back home. And then it's like there's some mismatch between the people that are consuming Latinx people that are consuming games and Latinx that are creating creating games, right? Such a such a like it, it doesn't make sense to me, right? And when you talk with people, they are interested, right? But like myself, at some point, it's like it looks so far and it looks so so difficult to even like think about that you can do something like that. That I know I I want to break that that stigma and and. Say no, no. Here it is, right? Like there's there's a space here for you. There's other Latinx uh, people in the industry doing amazing things, right? Like I have many friends in in many big and small studios in the U.S. in the rest of Latin America, right? Like no matter what you want to do, right? If you want to work in a AAA studio, you can do that. If you want to start your own studio in your country, you can do that, right? And here are a bunch of resources, and here are a bunch of examples of of people that that are doing it, right? And we we all help each other. I think that. The Latinx community is is very warm, right? Like just like we are warm as people, and I think that that I want to to keep that within the within this space, uh, within the gaming space, and that's that's kind of what we do, right? Like just just have the community. We have like webinar series. We have uh, we just had like a big streaming event that lasted a whole weekend called Nidos Online for Hispanic Heritage Month, where we mm. have runs and. And I think that that's the important thing about the organization, right? Like I talk from a game developer perspective because I'm a game developer, but uh, but we care about everything, right? We care about esports, we care about uh, journalism, we care about uh, uh, streaming, right? Like like how how can we help content creators uh, to to showcase their 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 work and, and be recognized for their efforts and, and for the amazing work that they are doing and, and the unique work that they are doing too. So that, that's kind of what we do. Uh, it's it's a challenge. Like we we are very like like now we are a formal five hundred one c three nonprofit organization. But in the end, like it was started by this group of individuals that have a full time job and uh, and they just believe in this and they just they just like want to. Want to make a want to make a change, and uh, so we have come a long way. Uh, but yeah, definitely, like there's there's a lot to talk about that, uh, yeah, and that that might cover a full episode for another time. <laughs> well, we we look forward to that definitely. Well, I, that's a conversation we'd love to have that that we need to have for sure. You know, 
let, let me just ask one one question here one more about halo infinite as a gamer as a halo fan like this this is the xbox game that i am waiting for like this is the game that i just cannot wait tell us one reason for us to be super excited that when we get that game in our hands that we're just going to be blown away by i don't know i I don't think you can do that actually because i don't i don't think i don't think i i uh i am way too biased right i'm too <laughs> I am way too biased to to say something, uh, but but what I can say is that uh, we care a lot about the game. We care a lot about the franchise, and we are putting uh, we're 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 putting uh, a lot of work and a lot of care into into creating this game, and and there's there's nothing that that we want more than just people to enjoy this game and 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 make them like. Make them feel what what they felt when you like you said right like on those on those college years playing in in uh, Halo Two or like I don't know like even like younger generations right Halo Five might be their first Halo right like uh, like there's 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 so many fans of Halo out there or like people that it's like oh I never play a Halo game but I love I love the books right I love the world. Mm-hmm. Right? I, like there's there's that's a that's the benefits of being a transmedia franchise, right? Like very similar to Star Wars, right? Like yep. there's, there's multiple there's exactly. multiple points to the franchise. So I don't know, like as much as as much as I can say is that we we're trying to make the best game possible, and, and we hope that you will enjoy it whenever whenever we get it to you. Absolutely, I know everyone is excited for that. Fernando, where can we find you on the interwebs? Yeah, I think for me, it's uh, Twitter is the best tool. So uh, my handle is at it's a me Fernando. So like it's a me Mario, but it's me Fernando. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, just like follow me there. My DMs are open, so we are working for you, right? Like, uh, yeah, absolutely. No, we're we're excited. I know we we can't get our we can't wait to get our hands on the game. I know a lot of people are excited to get their hands on that, so that will be coming soon. Uh, that is going to wrap us up for today. Thank you so much again, Fernando, for taking the time coming and speaking with us. We appreciate having you on the show, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for the invitation. Anytime. Absolutely, Lucas, my friend. I think I know what you're gonna be doing, but what are you gonna be doing this weekend? <laughs> Let's play some Miles Morales. <laughs> yeah. What about yourself? <laughs> Same. I'll be. I'll be. Uh, I'm gonna be geeking out for a while. Like I said, I've got. Uh, <laughs> I've got tomorrow and Friday off, so I'm just gonna completely uh, just go into nerd mode and and do that. That is sweatpants and <laughs> and video games are in my future. So. <laughs> <laughs> Again, guys, thank you so much uh, for joining us here on Land Parties, episode 43. We hope, you know, happy launch days. Enjoy the new consoles. We'd love to hear what you guys think, what you guys are seeing, what you guys are excited to get your hands on and start playing. We hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And you know what it is. We love your faces. <laughs>